Fearscape Media Network. Exploring the unknown, one podcast at a time. in the attic's bodies in the basements may contain graphic, violent, vulgar, or explicit content not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Ghosts in the Attics, Bodies in the Basement. I'm Lindsay. And of course, now we are here in November. Halloween's over. I hope everybody had a wonderful Halloween. And I hope you all really enjoyed listening to that alluring Halloween playlist on Spotify that featured us and a bunch of other podcasts. But um, we personally had a wonderful time. I took my kids out trick-or-treating. We had a lot of fun. Um, My oldest was a witch. My middle child was Anya Forger from the anime Spy Family and my youngest. Initially, she bought her costume just to be a clown. But come Halloween night, when it was time to get dressed, she decided that she was not just a clown. She was an animatronic killer clown. Because if y'all remember from our clown episode, clowns are scary, except for killer clowns, for some reason. I guess it's because you know what you're getting. But, um, but yeah, we had a ton of fun. I dressed up as The Problem from Taylor Swift's anti-hero music video, which is just the, it's her, it's Taylor Swift. And then, uh, like, I don't know, just go watch the music video and you'll see what I'm talking about. And uh, I made my outfit with like a swimsuit that I found on Amazon and I bejeweled some shorts. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a great time. The weather was nice. So like we weren't freezing or sweating to death either. And it was a good time. Unfortunately, my husband got stuck at work, so he missed all the trick-or-treating fun. But whatever. That's that's it. That happens. And now we're in November. And even though Halloween is over, it doesn't mean that the creepiness ends, right? 
And while it could be argued, of course, that the veil's thinner certain times of year, the paranormal as a whole is not limited to just Halloween. And so we continue on here at GABB. And if you are at all like our family, you know that it's not just the month of um, American Thanksgiving or more fall leading into winter or daylight savings and all that. It is deer hunting season. And my family is a family of hunters. My husband got into hunting. His family has been hunting for like ever. And he kind of started getting into it the last few years. And he's gotten more serious about it in the last, I think, two years. And um, we actually have a deer lease a few hours away. And we have like feeders and stands, the whole nine yards. And on the feeders, um, my husband and his brother both have stands out there and um and his cousin a bunch of people but anyways and there are trail cams as you would expect and while the trail cams are used to keep an eye on the deer um to see if there's other animals coming in like pigs or raccoons or um in some cases it's sometimes farm animals like cows and sheep but uh so yeah like you pick up all of that and ever since my husband got his all set up he has been under strict instruction to show me any weird pictures because I am honestly convinced that we are going to see like Bigfoot or Chupacabra or something and so yeah he's always been under strict instructions and so far we have not seen Bigfoot although I have joked there is an archery target I don't remember the company that makes it but there's a like a giant like seven or eight foot tall Bigfoot target. And I desperately want to get it. And specifically, I want to put it on some sort of rolling apparatus and pull it past my brother-in-law's camera. But it's like thousands of dollars. So that will not happen. But you all can donate to me to make that dream come true by going to the anchor support link in our show. <laughs> I'm kidding. Kind of. But anyways, uh, back to it. I've not seen Bigfoot. I've not seen Chupacabras or any of the things that we do not speak of that you may think could be out there. The flesh pedestrians, as TikTok would say. But there have been a few interesting pictures that were um, questionable, to say the least. One of them I had looked at this picture and it look it kind of freaked me out a little bit and I sent it over to our network owners Josh and Stefan shout out to them hey guys but uh after some closer examination Josh offered up a theory that maybe in this particular photo it was two deer standing in a way where you couldn't see the whole of either of them like they were just kind of really close together and with the angle of the camera and everything it looked like some sort of malformed extra legged deer when really, in reality, it was two separate animals, probably. Um, but a few weeks after that was a picture that, to this day, I don't have an explanation for it. And that picture was, look, you can see the fence, like the pen that goes around like the feeders and stuff to try to keep other animals out and just allow deer to hop in. Um, and on either side of the fence... Are two deer standing on their hind legs 
and facing each other almost mirrored. Like they're just having a conversation, like two people. And they were not sparring. There's nothing in the picture that leads me to believe they were trying to jump over the fence. And um, there's no sort of tree or anything above them that they would be reaching for. Because I do know that deer can like get up like that, like to get like a branch or something. They're just standing there. And when my husband first got this picture, he like turned his phone to me because, like I said, strict instructions to share weird photos with me. And he showed that to me and immediately I was like, not deer. Those are not deer. And I made him forward the picture to me. And um, and a few days later, he had sent me another one where in the new picture, it looks like it's a buck that's maybe about to jump over the fence. But it also kind of just looks like he's leaned over like against the fence. Kind of like, you know, like in TV shows and stuff, like the way a man like leans like on a bar like to hit on a woman, like the, on the one elbow kind of like leans in. That's what this deer looked like in this photo. But nothing was as weird as the one of the two standing next to each other like they're having a conversation or like they're like perfectly mirrored from each other. And so all of that brings me to our topic of the day, which is the cryptid known as not deer. And you all can correct me if I'm wrong. I think this might be the first time I'm actually getting into a cryptid. I know we've talked about like um, more like urban legends and like location specific haunting type things like creatures or whatever, but I don't think we've talked about cryptids, but today is, oh, nope. Just kidding. We talked about the Jersey devil, isn't it? Didn't we? Yeah. Okay. Anyways. So ignore that. We have talked about cryptids before, but this is a new one called not deer. So not deer is an Appalachian folk cryptid that isn't just one creature, like how like the Jersey devil was believed to be one creature or Mothman, but it is more a phenomenon where people are seeing what they initially believe to be a deer, but then something is just off. It can be its physical stance, the eyes could be wrong, the neck's too long, the legs are too short, whatever, or it, it's just behaving wrong. While it is believed to have originated in the Appalachian region, some even think maybe North Carolina specifically, it is not specific to any one location. With sightings as far as Texas or Norway, side note, I find it hilarious that the website I read I read that on list Texas and Norway as though they are equally far away from the Appalachian area because um, Texas is big, but like, come on now. Well, also, I have to mention that if this website's stating that there can be sightings as far as Texas, that means it is very possible that my Texas sighting was not dear. I'm just saying. Just saying. And I've even seen videos like on TikTok of deer acting not right and people think maybe it's back deer like i remember one time my husband showed me one and it was like somebody's like hunting video because there are like scopes and stuff that can like record your shot and whatnot and um when the deer gets shot it just does a backflip <laughs> and i i guess you could argue it's just like a spine shot and it's just the nerves doing whatever reacting to that but you're doing a backflip, okay? It's bizarre looking. And uh, and I know that deer are incredibly fast and agile, and even more so than you might think, given their size. But a backflip is just not it. That is a little bit odd. Um, or, you know, what else is odd? Two deer staying in like they're having a human conversation, like what we saw in the trail cam picture. And uh, 
With most information and sightings of not deer being on TikTok or Reddit, it seems it's possibly more of a modern name for whatever it is mimicking, if that's the right word, the deer, which honestly made research more difficult than I imagined. There is a common misconception with not deer, and that is that they are the same thing as like Wendigos or that thing that we don't talk about on this show and you shouldn't either, which I mentioned earlier, like the flesh pedestrians. Um, People believe it could be that. But those are both part of indigenous beliefs, and it is important to note that not deer in no way fit the description of Wendigos or that other thing, as those are just shapeshifters using really dark magic. And so while maybe not deer could be some sort of shapeshifter, automatically lumping them in with those things just isn't the way to go. A common thought is that many not deer sightings are actually just sick deer suffering from chronic wasting disease which attacks the central nervous system and causes the deer to become emaciated. It's kind of similar to med cow disease in that it can definitely affect the way a deer looks and behaves with symptoms like decreased interactions with other animals, listlessness, lowering of the head, blank facial expressions, and repetitive walking in circles or other set patterns. Excessive salivation, drooling, and grinding the teeth are also observed. There's also epizootic hemorrhagic hemorrhagic disease hemorrhagic epizootic hemorrhagic disease which causes similar symptoms such as emaciation loss of motor control fever lameness swelling of the neck and head difficulty breathing and loss of appetite and no fear of humans and while i feel that maybe that does account for a lot of sightings i'm personally not convinced that that completely writes off the not deer as being its own thing i mean What we saw in that trail cam doesn't fit into those categories, and those illnesses aren't in the area that we are in, to our knowledge. And while it may just be a still photo or a video would have a better explanation for it, for what was really going on, deer being sick just doesn't fit. That's not something we've seen out there. Um, So that's just not really on the table of what we think. And I stand by the fact that it's possibly not a deer at all. And is in fact a not deer. I'm going to wrap up the not deer with this final paragraph from one of my sources, which is in the show notes always. And I really recommend reading both of the links that I have down there. But it says, not deer or a deer. Zoetic diseases and reported sightings of not deer by themselves are not sufficient to explain the popularity of the cryptid. Indeed, most of the TikTok videos under the not deer are under Hashtag not deer are not first-hand accounts of alleged not deer sightings. People aren't duetting TikTok videos of not deer to share their own personal stories, but rather because entertaining the idea that not deer are real is good plain fun. As American folklorist Jan Harold Brunvard put it, the lack of verification in no way diminishes the appeal that urban legends have for us. We enjoy them merely as stories and tend to at least half believe them as possibly accurate reports. Until compelling forensic evidence emerges in support of the existence of not deer, the most likely explanation is that they are the misidentification of ordinary, albeit sick, deer. Nevertheless, not deer make a good spooky campfire story for the digital age. So... What did we see in that picture? Was it just a greatly timed photo? Or was it a not deer? That's the joy of cryptids, isn't it? We don't really know if it's real or not. It's all up to your beliefs. And just to reiterate, I do believe that there's something else going on. While I have never, when we're out there, we go out there a lot, especially this time of year, to camp in our RV. 
so that way um, we can hunt. I've never experienced something in person. However, anytime I'm there and I'm outside, especially at night when I'm walking my dogs um, really not really late at night or early in the morning and all you see is just miles and miles and stars up in the sky and everything, it's hard to stand out there and not feel like something more could be out there. And uh, so, yeah, that is the not deer. I believe them. I don't know. I'll try to post the picture on our social medias. I'm still currently locked out of Instagram. I'll try to get that figured out. But uh, yeah, when this episode comes out, I will try to share that photo and you all can give me your opinions. It's just, it's unbelievable to me. And that's why I believe it's a not deer. And I also go check them out on uh, TikTok. Because some of them, it's pretty clear it's just like a, a deer dealing with some sort of illness. But other ones, it looks, whew, deer aren't supposed to do that. But unfortunately, trail cams don't only show us potential cryptids like not deer or uh, what their intended use is, which is showing us the wild animals in the area or, and what they're up to or whatever. And just a side note, when you Google it, there's a lot of really fun listicles of things caught on deer or on trail cams and like they're kind of funny like flying squirrels chasing deer and stuff like, i don't know go check it out but anyways unfortunately sometimes more nefarious things are caught on camera as was the case in one louisiana homicide case back in february of 2020 now the following information is from a local to the area to that area news page ktbs but I did want to preface that while in many instances I'm going to read directly from the article, I did rearrange things for what I felt was a better flow for understanding the situation because this is a podcast, not a news article, if that makes any sense. So just know if you want to read it as is, as always, our source links are in the show notes. Now, in early 2020, in February of 2020, a man in Bossier Parish, Louisiana, by the name of John Hardy, was arrested and charged with second-degree murder for allegedly killing and dismembering a business associate by the name of Garrett Wilson. Wilson had been reported missing in January of 2020. Now, the article states that, quote, Wilson was not a saint, according to family members, but he had gone through a lot in the weeks prior to his disappearance with the death of his mother and another family member. In the past, Wilson had two high-profile arrests and convictions that sent him to prison. In 1995, he was sentenced to 15 years as an accessory to murder and armed robbery for his involvement in the shooting death of a man on Interstate 49 in DeSoto Parish. In 2009, Wilson was convicted and sentenced to seven years in federal prison for his involvement in, the, in a scheme to rig bids on millions of dollars worth of air conditioning work at Bossier Parish schools. Wilson was the co-owner of a Bossier City air conditioning company by the name of Air Repair, and he and his business partner and three school system maintenance workers were convicted of involvement in a scheme to rig bids, pay and accept bribes, and overcharge for air conditioning work done on schools throughout the parish. Wilson was released from federal prison in April of 2018. Garrett Wilson had, was reported missing on January 26th by his family members after he was not seen for three days. They were joined by friends, the sheriff's office, and Cogent Coast search and rescue in an exhaustive search of the area along Sligo Road and beyond after Wilson's cell phone was found on the side of the Flat River Bridge. John Hardy was a 
Bossier City Police Officer and Bossier Parish Sheriff's Deputy for more than a decade. And after suffering an accidental gunshot wound to his leg, he had operated an air conditioning and heating business. Wilson, who also had that kind of business, as we stated, um, offered to help Hardy while he recuperated from his gunshot wound. On February 5th of 2020, Hardy had filed a theft report with BCPD alleging $80,000 was stolen from his business. He became suspicious of Garrett Wilson when he started receiving tax forms showing his business had been paid for heating and air conditioning work that John Hardy did not know about. On February 21st of 2020, Coroner Dr. John Chandler positively identified human remains that were found on a deer lease property. Uh, He identified them as the remains of Garrett Wilson. The property that the remains were found on was a deer lease, which I I did not explain earlier what a deer lease was, um, which... My apologies, because I mentioned that we have a deer lease as well. So just a sidebar, a deer lease is just somebody's property that they lease out to hunters to be able to go out there and hunt deer on private property. Um, It took me years of hearing my in-laws say the word deer lease, and I kept thinking they were saying deer lease, like D-E-A-R-L-Y apostrophe S. I don't know. I don't know why. That's that's just how my brain interpreted the phrase. But it's a lease that hunters sign and pay a rent or whatever, however the deal is dependent on the homeowner or the property owners, I'm sure. But that's what a deer lease is. But John Hardy was a member of the deer lease at one point of the area where that body was found. And, um, but that was not all the trail cams in the area picked up John Hardy and the pictures showed him standing next to a burn pile and on the ground next to him in the photo was a set of clothes matching what Garrett Wilson was last seen wearing. So between those trail cam photos and the um, him being on the lease and also or law enforcement agencies used a license plate reader to track John Hardy and that put him near that deer lease near the Rock Mount community. So um, when he was found by the police... He was driving a 1999 Chevrolet van uh, when he was arrested, I should say, when he was arrested. And it was said that he had withdrawn thousands of dollars from his bank account, purchased the van that he was driving from a used car dealer, and inside the van were machetes, knives, and other items. His attorney, Randall Fish, said that he does not understand how... It's possible that John Hardy could have been the one responsible because of his gunshot wound in his leg from the year prior and uh, said that he still used a walker. He didn't understand how somebody could murder and dismember a grown man who's like six foot, 200 something pound is what the quote says. He says, they're going to have to show me. Um, So his attorney believed there was more to the case. However, authorities have not said if they had any other suspects. Apparently, when John Hardy had been arrested, he was wearing a disguise and apparently attempted to escape at one point. And so, and then ended up going on to plead innocent against his charges of the murder of Garrett Wilson. Um, When asked why his client would wear a disguise to evade capture and attempt an escape if he was innocent of the charges, Thompson said, who is the new, another attorney, um, 
said that he doesn't like to comment on any case outside of court. He added they are still developing evidence in, that no one knows about, and it will all be flushed out in court. He was also facing charges of attempting to disarm a peace officer and battery of a peace officer after he was taken to a hospital for medical treatment and allegedly attacked a Bossier Parish deputy who was responsible for transporting him from the jail to receive the medical treatment. He was accused of grabbing the deputy's pepper spray and using it on her and then grabbing her weapon. Hospital staff intervened and stopped the attack, and the news report stated that the deputy was believed to make a full recovery. So yeah, I, I tried to find the resolution to this case, and unfortunately the most recent thing I can see was that he was set to go to trial in December of 2021. I cannot seem to find an update on that, but all of that to state, he, it, it sounds like there was a whole lot going on here with this man. And um, thanks to trail cams, they were able to find the rem- find the evidence they needed to try to get some justice for Garrett Wilson because for whatever reason, that news article that I had previously quoted from the KTSB or whatever, um, it's like they made a point to talk about Garrett Wilson's shady history of scamming people and fraud or whatever. Um, that does not mean you deserve to be murdered. And that is something that we've talked about a lot on this podcast. Like, murder is still not the right answer. No matter how horrible of a person you are and no matter what actions you do, like murder is not the way. Okay. But the trail cams helped us get, or helped the authorities get the proper answers on that. And I apologize that I do not have a resolution for that. I'm not sure if court got pushed back more because here we are nearly a year after that. Um, Or maybe the local media in that area just stopped covering it, but I kept searching and could not find anything dated past august of 2021 so um if anybody knows the resolution to that by all means but the last thing i'm seeing was that he was pleading himself innocent despite the wearing a disguise and the trail cam pictures and all of that so yes that is the unfortunate murder of garrett wilson and how john hardy was caught on a trail cam with the evidence so all of that to say We are just starting deer season, going back to what started off this episode with the uh, not deer and whatnot. So maybe we'll see some more stuff. I've seen some pretty cool pictures of what's obviously deer. Um, It's almost like a like hidden picture type thing, like where the a deer's hopping a fence and you don't see it because it's blending in with the background until like you don't see it until you do, and so then it looks all silly with this deer's like it looks like they're flying and stuff pretty entertaining stuff um and of course we also catch other things on there like cattle and sheep and my husband's seen a lot of raccoons so yeah and i will keep you guys posted if we catch any uh chupacabras or anything else or any more not deer and um that brings us to an end of yet another episode of ghosts in the attic bodies in the basement and so until next time listeners stay spooky Bye. Thank you for listening to Ghosts in the Attic's Bodies in the Basement, a Fearscape Media podcast. Music by Stephen Temperley. Artwork by Laura Ramsey. 
find us online at fearscapemedia.com forward slash GABB podcast or on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GABB podcast or email us GABB podcast at gmail.com. Thank you.